you're way more lazy than you think you are you know <laughs> everybody could be way more effective way more hard working you know when it's your ego and when it's like the reality of the situation and I think in these cases when I look back at those days it was my ego welcome to the infinite creative podcast my name is Fitz and my co-host over there I'm Sean guys welcome to another podcast about create creative news creative thoughts and all of this creative stuff kind of flying through our head um, today we got a good one man you want to let people know what's going on yeah so we kind of want to talk about all the things that are very important and basically we want to condense all our lessons that we have and wish what we would have done earlier and obviously we didn't do and now we know <laughs> and now, <laughs> now we're, we're here <laughs> now we're here <laughs> but yeah yeah exactly so it's like yeah if we could go back into the past and kind of tell our younger selves you know what what's something that you would you should do or not do you know what are those things and yeah we're just gonna kind of blow through these and uh just kind of talk about yeah what's what's the things in our world so if you want kick us off man what's what's one thing you would tell your younger 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 fits a like do or don't do so in the beginning my biggest problem was like i thought when i was like 15 14 years old i know it all i don't want to go after like mm -hmm. some aspirations and heroes mm -hmm. and i was like okay no i gotta do it my way you know and i'm mm -hmm. it will be the best way mm -hmm. that, that you know i want to be like the next bruce lee the next whatever and i don't want to do what they do and i don't want to train like them mm. and that basically led me down the path where it's like oh so you're trying to reinvent the wheel but that turned out more like a hexagon <laughs> it was mm. not running very smooth and i'm like oh i should have just okay suck it up basically get yourself some mentors and be open for like critique and see what works for others because mm. they already figured out the most effective way if yeah that makes sense yeah you could have taken some shortcuts um by yeah not trying to reinvent the wheel but being like okay i'm just gonna try to do what they've done and, and learn what they've done oh that's really good advice i mean definitely something a lot of new creative people struggle with right yeah because they want to be creative they want to do something new i don't want to do something that's already been done um there's a lot of new creators i, I talk to where they they're kind of like oh that's boring and, and or if it's been done before it's kind of a boring thing and and um, yeah, sometimes the boring thing is what gets you better. So yeah, um, yeah sorry, everyone. He kind of just touched my audio level. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't die there. I'm not having a seizure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, cool. I'll go ahead and talk to my, uh, mine. So one of the biggest things I would go back, if I could go back to, to Sean and in the beginning of art school, bright, bright, shiny, um, you know, kind of like optimism, <laughs> I would have told him, you know, um, community, community, community. I, I would have told him, it's not about you being a rock star. It's not about you doing all these cool things and everyone's going to bow down to you. It's about everyone around you those guys are not your competition you actually need to go around the room and you need to try to make all of these people your allies and you need to go out to, to meetings and meetups and I mean it's crazy to think but like when I was in art school like I would go to events but I would never really go outside my shell I'd never go to networking things I would never go out and try to meet people I mm. I would uh, a lot of the time just be like well no it's about working and it's about me it's about me being better and me being the rock star designer or the rock star artist and I think that that led me down such a longer route that if I would have just like gotten the community around me early who knows what would have happened it, I think it would have added rocket fuel to me a lot sooner and where now I, I have all this community but we're what 12 years after after that like i could have been 12 years ahead of the ball i feel like yeah um that brings me actually to the point where i'm like um kind of want to talk about because that is my second point it's like you have to do as much work as possible you know like let's say you're that artist who wants to go to the networking event and mm -hmm. you just started out you know you go into that big room and you don't have anything to sell you don't bring anything to the table mm -hmm. they will judge you they will like 
are you helpful? Are you not helpful? How do you fit into my ecosystem? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I feel like if you do in the beginning, so that's my recommendation, mm-hmm. do as much work as you can because that will prepare you for like, oh, now we're doing the networking. Mm-hmm. Now I actually have art pieces. Now I have oh, yeah. actually like Good the point. things, you know, because like the biggest thing that I saw like in the beginning, like the first um, few years in the beginning of me doing video, I thought I'm the shiznit, you know, but I, I truly... <laughs> Still am not, but I definitely was then, back Mm -hmm. then, you know. So it's like, yeah, that networking is good for making friends then, but it's not like really effective, if that makes sense. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you definitely have to do the work. I I keep kind of running into young creatives with the same problem where they're they're like, you know, why am I not just doing well? Um, And, you know, and it's a hard conversation to have where I'm like, well, your work's not quite there yet. You need to you need to have that workout montage that's in the movie, right? You need to be, um, you know, I always remember the beginning of Space Jam when there's a young Michael Jordan and he's throwing like basketball to hoop late at night and his dad comes out and he's like, someday I'm going to be a big NBA player but you have to do that you have to you have to do that grinding out where i think a lot of people they just want to like walk in and be like i'm the best and it's like no you gotta grind man especially nowadays with like tiktok and all that instant famous stuff you know like there's people going viral instantly and they didn't really put in the the work and pain yeah and then now okay they they reached that level and now not sustainable yeah what no what what's the next move okay networking you know now they're networking Mm -hmm. with something where they didn't really have like the skill level you know yeah because like it is cool that you find luck, but you need to, you know, you need to offer something. And yeah. if you cannot replicate it in a different field or like um, with different art pieces or different style, right? You just got lucky in a way, and people will know that mm-hmm. and sniff that out. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Well, and it, yeah, and you, there's nothing better than when you talk to somebody that you can tell has been through stuff, and you guys kind of can share that together. I mean, yeah. I, when I talk to other creatives or the web designers, that's when we kind of um, enjoy each other's company the most. Is when we're like, oh yeah, man, have you ever been in one of those situations? Oh hell yeah i have and if you don't have those situations and it's really hard for you to kind of talk to those people where it's like oh you haven't really done this you haven't done battle in the ways that i've done battle so we can't yeah. really communicate um that's a good one i, I like that so i think um, another thing that I'm, I'm really good at nowadays but i wasn't good at when i was a young designer young creative um was time blocking the idea of you know you get a calendar day and you're 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 blocking up time and you're and you're staying at a really quick pace and you know you're blocking things actually in a calendar and looking at it every day. I remember when I was a young creative, there was no calendar. And I think that's the same with a lot of creatives. You know, maybe at best there was a sheet of paper with a list for the day. But yet again, there was no time attached to that. And I think that's the one thing a lot of people get trapped in is, yeah, you can make a 20, you know, 20 list thing for the day. But then you get to the end of the day and you're like, you've only done two or three things. And that's because you didn't time block it. When you made that list, you didn't look at the calendar and say, well, that's going to take 30 minutes. That's going to take an hour. That's going to take 30 minutes. We're already out of time kind of thing. So that's something I would have told my younger self is like, get the calendar open time block and and not only time block the things like your assignments you need to do you need to time block like the longer goals if you want to learn like a new type of code or a new type of design technique that needs to be in the calendar too and that's how you're kind of keeping track of all these things that are kind of floating in the universe yeah another thing um that kind of leads to into it we could like pretend we prepared this because like you have to pick a niche you know and it's like with that being said like you know you, you can't only work so hard on something you know but if you work on a million things you don't go anywhere so mm-hmm. with like the time management you got to structure it out so that you're putting in like the 10,000 hours of like mastery on mm-hmm. like one item instead of like 50 you know mm. because in the end it will not lead to anything if you only do like you know yeah to split effort and then it's like oh you you thought you did a lot and you did a lot but you yeah. didn't do anything effective so the the, mm-hmm. the time management and the focus 
really important. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's so funny when you talk to someone that's like, like you know, I'm, I'm really good at multitasking and it's like, but are you? I mean, I'm always, every time I hear that, I'm always like incredulous of like, but are you really? Because we, ca- we can only do one thing at a time. You know, a lot of people think they can do three things at a time, but really all you're good at is you're good at switching your focus. And, and I think you and I know from like, if you switch the gears too much throughout a day, it's exhausting. Like if you have to, sw- if you have to wear one hat and then switch to another hat and then wear another hat, that's actually not that easy to do. And I think when we're younger, we think like, no, I can just wear all these hats and switch between things, but not sustainable again. Maybe it's cool at the beginning, but five years down the road, you're going to be like, no, I am, I am broken. I cannot do all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that leads into my next thing where I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, it, it takes way more than you think it does. You know, like, let's say, mm. oh, I made 10 videos for whatever, you know, no, you need to make a hundred, maybe a thousand videos to mm. even be on that level, you know, yeah. and there's like the expectations they need to be different because like you need to try mm-hmm. as much as possible and it takes way more than you think it does because like mm. it's the same with the art how many art pieces do you have to make till yeah. it's like oh now i'm actually getting noticed or how many websites yeah. do you have to build till i'm like oh now i can call myself a web designer it's not 10 or so you know yeah yeah it's a lot and you know and and to be honest you know to have a truly original idea no one's gonna follow you at the beginning because if it's truly original then then no one's gonna know how to interact with it a lot of these great ideas they have to kind of happen silently you know my paintings now that are in galleries that was a silent thing that i just was like one day was like wow that's actually kind of a cool idea what if i started making it digitally but then to plan it but then i'm like oh but then i'll just paint it instead of doing the digital and yeah that that's a crazy idea but maybe that'll work i had to have that idea i had to go out by the canvas i had to go out by the pencil uh, you know pencil and rulers and all that and get all the paints and all of that stuff without anyone saying that this is a good idea without anyone even knowing what this looks like including me and it could go terribly wrong but i had to set that canvas up and do it silently and i, I think you're right like, there's a lot of grind that needs to happen before people are all rewarded you you need to be okay with that awkward first stage of like you're just doing it and nobody knows why you're doing it you barely even know why you're doing it you have to do those first steps yeah. um that kind of leads me to um don't be afraid of new tech and social media that's something i would have told my my younger self um not necessarily so much the tech but definitely the social media part so i probably said this before on the podcast but it's been a while so i was forced onto social media for the most part like you know i did myspace i did things like that the blogger days and things like that but um i, I didn't ever get on facebook in the early days and i remember one day i walked into class and i had this really cool professor he's like an older guy too really cool guy martin Mendelsberg, super cool guy um he uh you know he he uh, first day he was like talking about his Facebook and stuff like that, you know, and yet again, there's like a 70 year old guy talking about his Facebook and his stuff. And he's like, raise of hands, who, who has a Facebook in here? And everyone raised their hand, but me. So of course he singles me out. He's like, so why don't you have a Facebook? And I'm like, I just think it's a waste of time. I don't, I don't, I think like all these people are kind of, you know, they're not really having interactions and I just don't want to get on it. It just feels icky. I did MySpace, I did other stuff and I feel like I just made a fool of myself more than anything. So I don't really want to do it. And he was like, yeah, but you don't exist then. Now, now I remember just being like, what? And he's like, well, yeah, you don't have social media. You don't, you don't exist. And so I, I was like, well, okay, whatever. And he's like, how about this? You get a Facebook or you fail. Uh, by next class, I want to see a Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook, you fail my class yeah and so you know that forced me into so that just kind of shows you though how like resistant i was um where nowadays you know with ai and all these things you know i have to tap into myself of like sean but you ended up being on facebook sean you ended up doing instagram you ended up doing all these things you were just way behind the ball because you were resistant so now it's like that's something i would go back and like don't be resistant like don't don't it's not about you it's just about keep moving with the pace of the world i mean like that brings me kind of it's not really my next point but i i always say like you have to 
to know if you're an early adapter or a late adapter. Each mm -hmm. each one of them is fine, you know. The early adapters they try shit out, they fail, they have a high failure mm -hmm. rate, you know. They're just basically testing everything, you know, and they're right. just like, but they're the people who educate the next people. Right. And, but the the people more on the back end they're just like okay i only do what is most reliable what is the safest way mm. and they want to have that safety because like that is like the most walked path is the most efficient in a way so that's what they mm. kind of rely on and right what is super effective too you know this is like all strategies that humans do over thousands of years it's like yeah some people like to experiment and it worked out well for them mm -hmm. some people didn't experiment and it worked very well out for them you know there's the mm -hmm. safe path and the not so safe path all of them are valuable, but it's like it's it's a luck thing in a way. Yeah, well, you got to know when it's your ego and when it's like the reality of the situation. And I think in these cases, when I look back at those days, it was my ego. And I yeah. think, um, yeah, yeah. So that so I would have told myself, yeah, do Facebook, get on the TikTok, do all that stuff. I know it's not cool, but you need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get the neural link, get the brain implant, get the. <laughs> yeah, I say that, and I'm still a late adopter. So, yeah. but but anyway. that, that, that's what I mean. Like people are like nature in nature. You know, that's like your pre. -pre position so it's not even you mentally mm. so you just with whatever comes up you will be a late adapter you know mm -hmm. what it's like what i kind of think but uh, maybe you know but yeah it's like a safety thing yeah it's like yeah a, yeah okay well what's it what's your next one man what yeah. are you thinking my next one is actually mindset mindset is more important than skill and you might be disagree mm. with that because like there's people who just like oh i believe i can do it i'm manifesting this wuzu you know but mm. this is the key step for everything if you're depressed you will probably not take the action to just get in started or even trying mm. and without trying and getting started you will not learn or maybe figure out like maybe you just had luck and you run into that thing you know mm. but the mindset needs to be there so that you keep trying and like mindset is everything in a way oh it totally is i mean i think the mindset part's almost like the preparation of of the awkwardness right like you're gonna have awkward weird times yet again like when you're starting something new nobody's gonna celebrate it there's not gonna be really some some easy path to to success so that's where having the mindset's good you need to have this kind of so like nowadays we talk about having an experimental mindset and i think I, that would have yeah. been good for me to have young too where I, I was still in that place of um failures and successes and we don't want failures we only want successes where now it's like no failures are good too like if as long as you bake that into the process you're never mad you're never sad you're like oh well that was an experiment moving yeah. on to the next experiment yeah it, it's super important because like with those experiments you get all those lessons you know that you would mm -hmm. otherwise didn't get and that's like that builds up to the skill and knowledge and to the wisdom mm -hmm. and with all that you, you have nothing you know it's like oh yeah. yeah you just got lucky and yeah it worked out and you have no idea why you cannot replicate it you cannot do anything mm -hmm. So the more you fail, the better it is. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, you're right, though. The mindset's at the, the middle of all of it. You know, yeah, if you have this kind of pessimistic mindset, it's not it's not going to be beneficial for the hard times. You know, um, it may save you from doing some awkward situations. But yeah, if, if, you, if you have this kind of pessimistic view, then it's going to it's going to hurt when the going gets bad. You're going to be like, nope, see, this is exactly what I thought. It just sucks. Everything's going to suck where, yeah, you have to have this positive, at least leaning mindset that like even if it blows up in your face, there's still another day. There's still another thing. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Um, so yeah, so another thing that I, I think I was okay with back then, but I didn't really get how to do it back then, um, was time track. Um, track what you do. Figure out how fast it is for you to actually do something. Because I think a lot of people think it takes them X amount of time to do something, but then when you actually have the timer next to them, it's a whole other number. You know, and a lot of the times it takes a lot longer than people even realize. You know, I think when I was younger, I and you were to ask me like, Sean, how long does it take for you to make a logo? I, I probably would have been like, you know 
Yeah, it takes me maybe about four or five hours, but it probably in the early days to make a really good logo, it probably took me 12 hours, 15 hours, and I just didn't even know. And so I was probably going around saying five hours, whatever. And, you know, I remember lots of projects when I was with a lot of young, young creatives, we would always be so confident at the beginning of the project. Like, we got this, dude. You got that. You got that. You got that. I got this. We got this, dude. We're, there's no way we fail. Then fast forward to five days before it, and we're like, oh my God, why did you not have that done? Why don't I have this done? How does that even work? And, you know, it's because you don't, we weren't time tracking. We didn't know who was spending what time. We didn't know how long I was spending time. So that's one thing I would tell young people, start to time track now. You're going to need to do it in the professional world. You might as well buy, get the get the free app right now. Um, get Toggle, get one of those apps and, and just start time tracking. Figure out, you know, test yourself. How long does it take me to do X, Y, and Z, to do what I do? And, it, and do a hypothetical project, but time it. Like, how long does it actually take you to do it? <laughs> I think we, you can, we kind of like, I plan it out really well because my next point is basic <laughs> is basically you're way more lazy than you think you are you know <laughs> everybody could be way more effective way more hard working you know and we all put ourselves on the pedestal like no i'm doing everything right you know so that mm-hmm. we talk to ourselves mentally in a good way and it's like yeah i should have done more other people do more mm, you know and we're, yeah, we're yeah. kind of stuck in our ways and we don't see it you know mm. it's like kind of what david goggins did you know he's like crazy workout guy you know yep, and he's yep. like running those miles and it's like no if you compare yourself with people who work harder you realize you do less than other people and then mm. it's like oh you, you know but once in a while you should surround yourself with people who do more and then you get a new normal if that makes sense oh yeah a hundred percent you know i think um yeah it is funny like right when you surround yourself with people that you know are are in that mentality that like let's just go like it it does do a lot of good and you know i someone like me i think when growing up i've i've kind of been that weird guy that's both an extrovert and an introvert so it's i can kind of adapt to situations but i know for the introverts out there they hate those situations they hate it when they get into a room and people are just like oh no let's go come on no no don't be a wimp get going and, and and I know that that can be like it's like you can be adverse to it but but it's good it's good to know when you're in a room I always kind of tell people this where they, they do get down like it's funny like they'll, they'll be like god I went to this meetup and dude I'm like the dumbest guy in the room it's kind of I don't know if I should even go and I'm like no that's that's amazing I mean yeah. you should want to be the dumbest guy in the room like you know so don't be afraid if you're surrounded by cool people that do a lot of crazy stuff and are pushing the level you know don't be resistant you know try to try to just be like all right let's let's take that energy in you know i think i fed off of your energy you've probably fed off of my energy where like you know if you can start to adapt around to what other people are doing you kind of that's how you really improve you start to fill in your gaps of what you're bad at yeah so yeah um yeah another one that's uh it's not as sexy it's a very unsexy one but don't be afraid to make templates don't be afraid to like template templateize what can be templateized now now when i say that i'm not saying like be one of those generic you know there's a lot of youtube videos out there of like how i made ten thousand dollars using canva clip art i'm not saying that like definitely not saying that but what, why wouldn't you do that that is a good thing to do the whole video the whole video switches over this is how i made a million dollars selling clip art so but it, but you know templateize the things so if, like if you if you're a print designer you should have templates for business cards brochures and when i say templates i mean grid systems typography starting places placeholders things like that build this kind of stuff now and it's never too early to build it i mean i'm still using some templates i made five six seven years ago um save that time figure out the things you're doing over and over and over and over again right use things like libraries that are linked files get a good link system in your adobe and or whatever platforms you're using get things linked together 
start to do that stuff now save the time now and it's going to blow your mind in a few years um of, of how much time you truly have if you just like get in this mode right now of like i'm going to do this more than once let's save this as a template let's save this as a template um if i would because uh, my younger self oh yeah you best believe every single thing was was made with a blank slate every single dang thing new business card cool let me open up a new file put the business card things in there let me put all the guides in there by hand no get templates i mean it's not wrong to level up your skill level because you have to reinvent the wheel every time and you mm -hmm. will learn things on the way yeah. but you're right it's just wasted time for certain aspects you know mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm my next point is like you got to know the 80 20 rule in every way shape or form mm. so the 80 20 rule probably most people know it like 80 you know 80 percent of the work is not really that effective but if you do that other 20 percent is like 80 percent of the the profits maybe or whatever so it's super mm -hmm. effective but i also see it like if you do the 20 percent just right like to 80 percent it's probably good enough you will make good progress obviously if you mm -hmm. nail those 20 percent and make them to a 400 the best you can do you get mm -hmm. way way higher returns than if you like nail the 20 percent just by 80. yeah that yeah makes sense uh, yeah 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 it was a lot of numbers kind of back and forth but uh, you know i think the big takeaway from that is is that you know the 20 percent is all the magic is where all the magic happens that's what gets you above other people's work that gets you the rewards gets you all of the applause is that 20 percent but if you don't, if you don't breeze through the 80% really quickly, then you're not going to have enough time for the 20%. We've all had those projects where like the deadline was yesterday. I want to do something magical, but we're just out of time now. So that's, that's because you didn't get through the 80% quickly. You spent, you spent way too much time breezing through most of it, which is breezeable. I mean, when I think about even website design, there's parts of it that are difficult, right? And definitely identifying those early is important, but a lot of website stuff after you've done it enough is pretty easy. It's like, I've done a lot of it before a lot of times so so for me it's like get to through that 80 percent as quickly as possible so we can spend a lot of time on that 20 percent because it's going to take time to do something truly unique truly cutting edge anyone out there that knows this that knows that to get something that's on this high 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 level takes time and it takes learning new things and so if you haven't breezed through the project up to that point you're probably you're probably past the point of even having time to do that yeah it's kind of crazy how it relates to everything because like I podcasting for example you know 90 mm percent -hmm. or 95 percent doesn't get fodder than like um, three or four episodes you know yeah he's also in like the 60s or 70s already mm -hmm. and it's just like that is like where our 80 percent is and then we can mm -hmm. dial it down what is the 20 percent that's very effective but it's like super crazy yeah. because like there's a lot of waste sometimes mm -hmm. but there's good things in it you know you got to find it yeah yeah but yeah knowing that's really cool i mean when i when i figured out the 80 20 rule it was really it's really relieving to me because i think when you're a young creator you think it's the 100 percent rule like we are just grinding the whole thing where it's like no you need to there's a part of this that's easy and there's a part of this that's hard and and the, the faster you can start to divide that up figure out templates for the easy parts get that part faster that gives you more time to do the fun part um don't get to the point where you're never doing the fun yeah. part because you never have time on the projects. Yeah, so um, the next thing that I have is stick with one thing. You know, the biggest problem that I had was like, I did too many things, you know, and I'm like, okay, I want to be a carpenter. I want to be self-employed. That was the mm -hmm. overarching goal, you know, being self-employed. So I did carpenter stuff. Then I did like um, helping mm -hmm. with electrical stuff. I did like all sorts of things, you know. Yeah. But the one thing that I stick with was video. And I'm like, okay, you got to do video no matter how bored you are. You're mm -hmm. not playing around with other things. You always do video. Everything needs to be video related. And as yeah. long as you stick in one niche, you 
become really, really good. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm like recommending you got to stick with one thing and master it. Yeah, yeah. And and to say that, you know, um, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of having a niche. Um, you know, don't feel like you, you have to say no to everything else. Yet again, it just it's just give most of your time to one thing. So if you're if you're like, well, I don't really want to do just video. I want to do posters, too, or I want to do this or that. That's OK. You don't have nothing has to fully ever permanently die. Yeah. I think I think so, so what you're saying is like, you know, just give most of your time to that one thing and, and give less to the other things. So, um, yeah, yeah, so I agree with that. 80-20. Put yeah. 80% in the one thing and the 20% onto something else. Nice, nice. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to jump into the next one. So, um, organize on a monthly level and a weekly level. So what I mean by that is as you finish projects, um, when they're fresh in your mind, that's the time to organize it. That's the time to put a readme file in there. Um, readme files are something I didn't do until I got into web design world, but it really applies to any project where you could put a little text file in any project and say, what did, what is it that you did? How did you do it? What was the tech stack but done? And, and, and I, I know it's not sexy yet. Again, you just finished a project. You're just ready to get it over in the folder and move to something else. But if you can take that extra five to 10 minutes and organize your computer as well on a monthly level, you know, get the shortcuts you're not using gone, get stuff onto a hard drive that doesn't need to be on the computer. If you can get really good at that kind of rhythm and that type of pattern, when you open up a project five years that you haven't touched in like five years, but you've put that text file in there saying all this info stuff's gold. I can't tell you how many websites that are my first website that I pull up now this day. And I'm just like, how the heck did I do this? What the heck did I even do? I'm like looking through windows. I'm like, where did I put that code? How did I even, Oh God, I could have just taken like five minutes to like say what it is I did. And that would have helped. But now I'm like, you know, I'm lost. So for young creatives, always leave notes on every project, every project that finishes, I want you to open up a text document or word document and just quickly say what it is that you did. What was the projects? What was the programs? Was there any pain points? And was there anything that the client talked about doing in the future and put those notes in there and then just leave it. You can, it can go away, but then if you ever have to open it, you'll have like a little note being like okay cool all right this is what we did okay now it's starting to come back to me yeah my, my next thing uh, it's good that i put it on the end because it's like <laughs> don't listen to other people because they there's like sometimes <laughs> advice that we you know um give and hear and it maybe doesn't resonate with a person and if it doesn't resonate and you don't feel like um it's worth taking don't take it you know i had uh, i run into that one problem where i'm like what is my why you know and i was like on the search for my why and i watched like mark simmons video about find your inner why that basically wasted like two years of my life trying to find something that i didn't Mm have you know in that time i could have just did the grind you know and just worked and i would have felt happier than looking for something i don't have so you don't have to make things more complicated Mm -hmm. just by somebody telling you you need to love it you need to do this xyz if you do it's great if you don't Mm. just try to figure it out you know as long as it doesn't kill you so that is like my advice just Mm. don't listen to everybody's advice listen to the advice if you need it and want it and if it serves you if it doesn't serve you whatever yeah 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 to second that yeah don't ever go fully in on anyone's advice you know there's so many youtube videos out there like this is the way where it's like you know it's the only way yeah the only way and it's not the only way and with that being said too don't compare yourself to others you know we're all on this journey differently and just know that people on social media only post their best stuff so if you go to someone's social media that you know and you're just like oh my god everything is so amazing and look how many followers you know that's fine and create goals based on that but you're, it's okay. You're, you don't have to be there. You don't have to be at that level. And, and frankly, they could have a great social media, great presence, and you could still be a better person, better creative than they are, doing better than they are. So, so that's what I would say too. With the not listening to people is like also don't don't compare yourself to everyone around you. That's it's very dangerous. Um, my kind of final thing to talk about is. Um, 
you know, one thing that I, it took me years to really untangle this. And I think even, even therapy kind of helped, uh, you know, later after college, but the, the idea that, that, and this is kind of sucks for people out there that, that are kind of like me, that we're more introverted and in creativity, but you know, really it's 50% the work you do and it's 50% the people, you know, and, and a lot of people, they hide behind their work. I, I, I know that it's, it's, it's a big thing for me when I was younger to, if I, there was an event that I, I had to go to alone or something and I was really nervous about going to. I, I would do the, the the time old thing of like, well, I got too much work, you know, I, I just can't go. I got to get some work done. I There's no way I can go to this one hour event because, you know, there's just so much work to get done. Like I, I just can't. Yeah. And I would, yeah. and that's Impossible. how, I, and I would just defend it in my mind. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So don't go because you have too much work to do. And then, you know, most of the time I didn't really get too much done in that hour. Like, sure, maybe it pushed it a little bit, but so it's like recognize when you're hiding behind stuff. I think, uh, I think, and, and, and on the opposite end, I'm for you social people out there that don't necessarily want to grind on the work also notice that too when you're like well you know it's better that i go to the bar and get some clients than get better at something well recognize when you're using excuses you know because it really is i feel like it's 50 50 it's the work you do it's the people you know this was kind of interesting because i was like trying to do more work today and i'm like okay he's telling me not to do that and just do the networking and then i'm like oh wait a second well, maybe do i'm now <laughs> not trying to do the work because i want the network i'm like so conflicted right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah you may be like fits and you may be hiding from both sides you're like <laughs> where do i hide <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do here here oh yeah i mean like i want to know from you guys what are your key lessons that you learned comment mm. them down below and yeah basically let's share some knowledge and see what you can get out of it because this is like a community yeah, and yeah. it's about like sharing knowledge and like everybody has different lessons in life mm -hmm. and i think like they're all valuable some of them relate to people some don't but yeah it's oh good yeah knowing them well yeah and it's it's so funny when we look these things up you know um, when we came up with kind of our lists it was it was really funny to kind of as i made mine to think like there's some of these that i could still do better at that's kind of what's funny too is the stuff you tell your younger self you know it's like well go 10 years in the future from now and then what would you tell yourself now kind of thing i think that's yeah. an interesting thing to think in your head of like huh i wonder what like you know my 42 43 year old sean self would tell myself now and like you know it'd be interesting definitely most definitely it is it is a crazy thing and sometimes you know we wish we would knew things earlier But it's also like we got to learn it, you know, by failing and without that, it yeah. doesn't really matter. We're all on paths, you know. I'll be honest with the audience out there, you know, if it's not already obvious that I do this crazy podcast, that my path has been windy. It's been all over the place. It's not like it's been some straight, narrow shot. And frankly, people that have, that I've graduated with that have had that narrow path, that, that straight, narrow shot, I actually, I don't want their lives. You know, they may have a nicer house. They may have like two or three cars, but they've just been one office this whole time, just doing the one thing over and over and over again. That was never... Ever, you know, I, I guess one last thing I would say, one takeaway that I've had to ask myself is why did you go to art school? Why did you start this journey? And that's what I would tell anyone that's like a young creative. If you start to feel, because this is going to happen, you're going to have people be like, you know what? Why don't, I know you want to do this really cool thing, but how about you do this less cool thing and we'll pay you more or it'll be more secure. There's a lot of people on this path that are going to try to take you off this path that are going to be like, yeah, but you know, you should get into HVAC because you can make like 80 grand a year. So why would you even do this career? You know, there's all those kinds of things that are going to come across the path and you're going to have to in those times go back and be like why did i start this path and get get connected to who that was yeah no i 100 agree um yeah with that being said though this is our 
episode because Sean is like trying to escape me and going back to Colorado and doing some fun activities, Dungeons and Dragons and all that other shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Leaving for five days, Dungeons and Dragons, gonna go to a concert, gonna go freeze my butt off in Colorado and then come back here. Yeah, like this guy's having fun. Either way, we're out and out and about. <laughs>